Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you, too. Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. I think we got Horowitz and Graceffo back at CBS Woods Radio in New York City. What a game tonight in Waco, Texas, especially if you're an Oklahoma fan. They were down 28-3. Jalen Hurts leads the Sooners back to a 34-31 win. But I will tell you, even with that victory over Baylor, and Baylor was like Minnesota, nothing against what P.J. Fleck and Coach Rule are doing in Minneapolis and Waco, but they're not with the big boys in college football. And I know Minnesota beat Penn State, but Penn State doesn't have a defense. They have a great offense. I don't think Penn State has a prayer against Ohio State. So Minnesota and Baylor having great years, great programs. They came back to earth. They're not in the college football playoff running. Matter of fact, with the action today, it's narrowed. In my mind, it's a limited group that has a shot at the college football playoff now, Tua's injury that Caserta just told you about, they put injuries in the play with the college football playoff committee, and we'll get the next rankings coming up on Tuesday. That hurts Alabama. Georgia held on, had a huge win at Auburn. They have great wins. They really do. They have big-time victories. Notre Dame, Florida, Auburn. We'll get Texas A&M, and then if they beat LSU in the SEC championship in Atlanta, they're in the college football playoff. And I think LSU with the loss will still be in. And if Ohio State wins out, beating Penn State and Michigan, even if they would lose the Big Ten championship game against Minnesota or Wisconsin, I think they're in. I think the pool is limited because you're, you have a chance. If you have a one-loss LSU, let's just say they lose to Georgia, and Ohio State loses to Michigan, but then they beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game, they have one loss. Clemson should beat South Carolina. They're playing good football right now, but their schedule, they haven't been tested. But they're undefeated. And Lawrence looked awesome today when they were just routing Wake Forest. But... Nothing against Wake Forest, but they're Wake Forest. So Oregon, who I'm watching right now leading Arizona 21-3, their one loss is to Auburn, and they don't have a quality win. Utah's loss is to USC, and they don't have a quality win. And I get the positioning with the college football playoff committee trying to keep the Pac-12 represented because the TV people in the college football playoff want some West Coast viewers. So Minnesota's out of the running. Penn State, I think, gets knocked off by Ohio State. Oklahoma will bump up a couple of spots. 
But after beating Baylor, they have a more impressive win than Oregon or Utah, and they should be in front of those teams. Problem is, OU's not going to get a chance to get another big win. They're not. Texas lost to Iowa State today or on Saturday. I think the pool, in my mind, unless there's total Armageddon, and it can happen here at the end, I think the teams, in because LSU will get in as a one-loss team. I think Ohio State will get in as a one-loss team. So Clemson will be the only undefeated team in my mind, right? But I think LSU can beat Georgia. I'm just saying if they would lose in the SEC title game. So if we go based on, okay, LSU wins the SEC championship game, LSU and Ohio State runs a table, and Clemson, they're all locks. So now that battle for one spot, Georgia's out because if they lose to LSU, they have two losses. Alabama, I don't know if they'll beat Auburn without Tua in the Iron Bowl. I don't. And God bless him, man. That guy's a class act on and off the field. And you're hearing fractured hip. You're hearing just his body was mangled. And God bless him. Great medical attention. He's doing all right. But you don't know if the guy's going to play football again. And that's not the most important thing. His health is. So that fourth spot, if everybody wins as planned, between LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson, the fourth and final spot would go down between if Alabama beats Auburn, because then they win the argument with Oregon. Even if Oregon beats Utah and they win the Pac-12 championship, hey, wait a minute, we beat Auburn, you didn't beat Auburn to start the season, the Ducks. You know, Oklahoma will come in and say, okay, their biggest win of the year is fill-in-the-blank Baylor. Now, it's on the road. You know, that's one of the more impressive road wins of the year by any of the college football playoff contenders this side of what LSU did at Alabama. Georgia's win was impressive today or on Saturday, depending on where you're listening against Auburn. So I'll be curious Tuesday with the College Football Playoff Committee, where do they place Oklahoma? Because Oklahoma needs to be at six in my mind. And they still could find their way to that fourth spot if they would win out. But man, if LSU... Loses to Georgia, which could happen. Atlanta, ton of home fans there for the dogs. I think LSU gets in as a one-loss team because they'll get in in front of Alabama because they beat them. You know, Ohio State's best win right now is Wisconsin. But if they beat Penn State coming up on Saturday, a week from today, and Michigan, they're a lock even if they lose the Big Ten championship game to Wisconsin. There's some good drama, but it's limited. I really do. I, I think out of all the college football, the only teams that are even in the conversation right now for the college football playoff are LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia. The top four will remain the top four. Alabama still is in there, even minus Tua, if they beat Auburn. And there's some 
anarchy above them. Oregon, Utah, and Penn State, Oklahoma. That's it. Now, Minnesota, if if P.J. Fleck and the Gophers, if they win at Northwestern, they beat Wisconsin, and they would get Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game, I guess there's an outside shot for them. Just like if Penn State would win at Ohio State. And then they would beat a Wisconsin or Minnesota. There might be an outside shot for the Nittany Lions. Normally we do our CBS eyeball test in the huge four in college football, but I don't think there's any debate right now. There's not. LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia were one, two, three, and four in last Tuesday night's rankings. And they won't change. I think the huge question to start this broadcast will be between, and these are the one-loss teams, between one-loss Alabama, one-loss Oregon, one-loss Utah, one-loss Minnesota, one-loss Penn State, and one-loss Oklahoma, who should be sitting there at 5 ready to pounce if somebody loses in front of them? I think we'll go with that question first. You can join us on 855-212-4CBS because I'm looking at this positioning Tuesday, and I really, from the start, I've seen the Oregon-Utah higher than they should be with no quality wins because college football playoff money comes from TV ratings and they want people uh, beyond the Rocky Mountains to care about the college football playoff. So they're trying to get a Pac-12 team in there. You got some big markets out there, L.A., San Francisco, Phoenix, Seattle, right? Denver, you have some some big TV markets. And TV money is what's paying for the college football playoff. So think about that, the one-loss teams. Who's the best one-loss team not in the top four? Alabama, Oregon, Utah, Minnesota, Penn State, or Oklahoma. And I'll tell you what, based on what Oklahoma did at undefeated and number 13 Baylor, I think they have the best win. I really do. I think they should be number five. Alabama now with the Tua injury, their best win is what this year? Alabama. Best win is fill in the blank. Best win for Oregon is fill in the blank. And I'm talking, there's not one. Utah doesn't have one. Minnesota's now a one-loss Minnesota. They did beat number nine Penn State. Even Even with the loss to Kirk Ferentz and the Hawkeyes today in Iowa. Oklahoma's best win just happened a few hours ago in Waco against Baylor. So you can't throw the Gophers out yet. They still could beat Wisconsin. And they could get Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship game. And the Badgers were 14 in the college football playoff rankings from Tuesday night. 
That's some good drama. Because Auburn, if they would have came back and beat Georgia, Auburn with two losses, they beat Georgia, they beat Alabama, and they go beat LSU with two losses. They are in the college football playoff. They would have been. But they lost 21-14 to Fromm and the Dogs. That best one-loss team is our debate here during the first hour. Then we'll get to the NFL. Also, Horowitz and all those Yankees fans back at CBS Sports Radio, this alleged cheating now has reached the level that there's a report out there that the Astros emailed scouts about stealing signs and possibly even using cameras. They emailed in today's society. Why would you email that? How do you not talk in a room? You get your scouts together, a conference call. Hey, guys, uh, uh, who's our top prospect at first base down on the farm? Oh, uh, before we go, anybody have any ideas how we can cheat in the playoffs? Oh, God. I was talking with Horowitz, and we'll get to this later in our two-hour radio presentation. If there's proof that they stole signs, could we get the unprecedented removal of their hardware? Could they become the Black Sox of the modern generation? I mean, there has to be definitive proof. There has to be. I'm surprised with all the analytics and video analysis out there that somebody could not pull video of games in Houston and figure out where they put the cameras. Seriously, you could zoom in, you know, FBI forensics. Maybe even get like Keith Morrison from Dateline. Ah, Minute Maid Park. Fresh squeezed baseballs. And a little eye in the sky. Horowitz, don't you agree that somebody could look at video and break it down and try and find where would they could put a camera to steal signs? Oh, for sure. For sure. Do you agree with me? And I know we talked a little bit about this before the top of the hour, and we'll get to it later. But if there's proof they stole signs, should they vacate the 2017 World Series championship over the Dodgers. Me personally, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I think MLB might balk at the idea because it would create such controversy nowadays uh, with the obviously with social oh, media. Oh, yeah, nowadays. Hold on. Yeah, we don't want to hold anybody accountable. No, and that's the problem is they, they fear the backlash of what they'll get, uh, but they need to take a strong stance. I mean, cheating is not part of any sport, let alone baseball. I mean, baseball stands on their high horse. You know, you got writers who any inkling that they have without a shred of proof that some guy may have cheated by taking PEDs, they won't let him in the Hall of Fame. But we know for a fact a team's cheating. They're brazen enough to put it in writing. The league needs to take a stance. Go, Benny. Go, Benny. It's your birthday. I agree. They're They're... They talk out of both sides of their mouth in every possible other open area of their body. Baseball, the NFL, they all do it. The holier than now, the hypocrites. 
Also, I do get word from BaseballPromotions.com. The Astros have canceled camera night to open the season in 2020. <laughs> they pulled that. I think Graceffo told me that. They pulled that off the table. All the kids get a camera, they get to go out in center field, and they get to steal the signs for one inning. So they're killing that promotion. I was looking at baseballpromotions.com. Yeah, I just printed it off. It's canceled. That was opening day. Hey, why not? Why not asterisk? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna hold bonds without any proof? We're gonna we're gonna keep ball bonds Clemens? Oh my gosh. There's no proof. Oh, well, look how much bigger he is. Look how skinny he was at Arizona State or with the Pirates. But we can't disrupt. We're, we're going to kind of bury this. You know, the Astros' front office right now isn't on a good run. And maybe there's some karma there in the end by the name of the Nationals. If there's proof. There has to be definitive proof, though. You know, reports. I, I need proof, okay? I mean, just like the impeachment proceedings. Rock solid factual documentation. Oh, my God. Is this kind of, am, I, am I the only sane guy in the media? Outside of Jody Mack, maybe Ryder than you. Maybe DA. Maybe Marash. He's changed his name now. Ever since he got a show. He's got a star on a closet door there at CBS. I think I'm the only sane guy. I really do. So if you want to join in, 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-2124-227. You can tweet me at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Huge Bill Simonson. We got the A-Team, Horowitz and Graceffo, back at CBS Sports Radio. Mirage is up at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. I was looking at the CBSSports.com story about Kaepernick, who originally had an NFL-arranged workout in Atlanta at the Falcons practice facility, then the NFL said no media allowed to attend it, which was weird. He then bailed, went to an Atlanta area high school. Eight teams ended up watching the workout, according to CBS NFL insider Jason Longcabfora. Eagles, Chiefs, Redskins, Jets, Titans, Niners, and the Lions. Kaepernick was courteous, thanked them for coming. According to the story, following the workout, Kaepernick was seen speaking with scouts from the Redskins, Jets, and Chiefs. He told them, quote, when you go back, tell your owners to stop being scared, according to the Athletics' Jordan Rodrigue. Or Rodrigue. Okay. He tries to set the rules for the NFL. Who is he? He's a guy who hasn't played for three years. As Stephen A. Smith said in one of the best huge opinions I've seen since Colin Kaepernick first sat, he doesn't want to play. That he's a martyr, that he wants to set the rules for the NFL about a workout where other guys show up at training facilities, usually on the off days, on Tuesdays, and they're begging for work. And he's such Mr. Big Time, tell your owners to stop being scared. At least this is what, you know, Jordan Rodriguez 
said from the Athletic or what Kaepernick said. You're going to be signed as a backup. You're not going to drop out of the NFL for almost three years and think you're going to show up and just start? This isn't a Nike filming of a commercial. That's part of the problem. You know, if he wanted to play, and again, I go back to, and I shared Stephen A. Smith's video rant on the Saturday Night Huge Show Facebook page and at Saturday Huge on Twitter with an agent with everything going on that they tried to portray that teams were afraid to work him out because if they didn't sign him, they'd take all the heat. And I'm like, really? No. Now you're into a season, you have a ton of injuries. And I see teams that he would fit in. But as I said on my statewide show in Michigan on Friday, because the Lions were one of the eight teams that ended up going to the new workout place in Atlanta on Saturday, that here's Bill, the GM. All right, Colin, or to his agent, I'll sign you to be a backup for the rest of the year. But there'll be no politics on our property. There'll be no pig socks. There'll be no comments that the flag stands for oppression. There'll be no comments that law enforcement are modern-day slave patrols. There'll be no politics. You have no right to bring your politics into the workplace if I'm going to give you a contract. On your off time, I don't care what you do politically as long as it's within the boundaries of the NFL Players Association Agreement. What you do on your off days, what you do on your off time, you have that right in America. It's protected by the Constitution and by local, state, and federal law. But there's nothing that says you have to play sports or that you're allowed to bring your politics into the workplace. You are protected by racial discrimination in the workplace, sexual discrimination. There are protections built in. But I will sign you if you promise and sign on a document that there'll be no politics. And the minute you break that, you are immediately released from this team. And you know what? I think the Chiefs could use him as a backup to Mahomes. He may be one hit away from that knee going sideways again. Redskins have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose to play him if he's ready the rest of the season. The Jets could even shut down Darnold and just say, we're playing for next year. They beat the Giants. They won the toilet bowl. There's a parade coming up, I think, in Lake Ronkonkoma, Long Island, to celebrate the Jets beating the Giants. Niners, he's not going back there. He opted out with the Niners. Lions, hey, they got Jeff Driscoll, and Matt Stafford reportedly has broken bones in his back, and the Lions are out of it, so why would you play Stafford at all the rest of the season? He may be one hit away from his career being over until the broken bones in his back heal. So when I look at the eight teams that reportedly were there, according to CBS NFL insider Jason LaCamfora, Eagles and the style of Kaepernick, 
because he was better when he ran. He was when the Niners went to that Super Bowl. Eagles, Chiefs would be the two contenders that need to, hey, if Wentz went down, if Mahomes goes down. And then here the Redskins or Jets or Titans or Lions, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? As long as he agrees, there will be no politics. So we'll get into the best one-loss team in college football, and we'll talk about the Astros later. And you tell me where you're at on Kaepernick. Out of those eight teams that were there, what's the best fit? I know we got a ton of callers online. You can join in 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. We are back live across North America, something we do each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, yours and mine. We also have the A-Team producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio New York City. Horowitz and Graceffo. Three things that are trending on this show tonight. First off, who's the best one-loss team that you think still has a shot to be a part of the college football playoff? And it can include Georgia. They're already number four, and they beat Auburn today, so I'm, it's a beyond Georgia. Small group. Who's that best one-loss team, you think, that should be number five? With Tua now gone for the year after that horrific injury suffered in that Mississippi State game. And he was in at the end of the first half. People, oh, he shouldn't have been in there. Uh, come on. He probably was going to sit down the second half. Saban's running a two-minute drill. I'm not going to put it on Saban. Don't go there. But they'll start hating on Saban. That's how everybody does it in sports. You forget what somebody's done, you turn on them. Just social network wolves. Yeah, hide behind your Twitter account or Facebook. Let's go to the audience. You want to join in? I need your best one-loss team. I need out of the eight teams that showed up to watch Kaepernick work out Saturday in Atlanta. Eagles, Chiefs, Redskins, Jets, Titans, 49ers, and Lions. What's the best fit if somebody's going to sign him? You tell me that. Then we'll get into the Astro story about the alleged videotaping or camera use of cheating. They got to they got to pull their World Series trophy out of there and put an asterisk. Oh, we're going to put an asterisk on Bonds? Where has Bonds been convicted of anything? Oh, and we're going to bring gambling now, possibly, to Major League Baseball stadiums, but Pete Rose can't. I will agree with what some have said out there. If Rose will come clean and tell me with definitive proof, oh, yeah, I keep using that word in the first 45 minutes. I want proof. I want proof that the Astros cheated. I want proof that Pete Rose never bet against his own team. I don't care if he bet on his team. I don't care about that at all. Horse... Horse racing owners bet on their horse to win. You bet on your horse to lose, you're throwing something. If Pete Rose never bet against his own team, I don't care if he if he gambled on baseball. I don't. 
one eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. At Saturday Huge on Twitter, and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Adam in Kansas. He's waited around a while. Appreciate it. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. What's up? To answer your two questions, Lions is going to be the best fit for Kaepernick. And as far as your best one-loss team, it's got to be Oregon. They haven't beat anybody. But here, but here, okay. And I agree with, with that, but I'm going to the, the West Coast audience. Oh, I get, I get why I get what they're doing. I said that in my opening huge opinion that the reason the Pac-12 had Utah and Oregon right next to each other in the first college football playoff rankings is that the TV networks need some West Coast flavor. I get it. Thank you, Adam in Kansas. Uh, let's go to Graham in Houston, listening on AM six ten. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I would say either Oregon or Utah. Pac-12 champ needs to be the number one. Uh, sorry, the number five. Uh, actually, they should be number four in the rankings. You know what they should do? And, Graham, before I comment on the college football playoff rankings in your question, what are people saying down in Houston about these allegations that the Astros cheated? Um, I haven't really been talking to people about the Astros, but I tell you what, with the, yeah, with the whole um, – the, the assistant GM and the way he was acting, I feel like they kind of cursed themselves and definitely lost them the lost them the World Series this time. There's a lot of bad bad energy around. No, there's some That's karma. And thank yeah, and, right. And thanks, Graham, down in Houston, listening on AM six ten. You know what they should do, and I appreciate the call. Is that they should have regions then for the college football playoff rankings? Do regions? Do regions? Do four regions and pick your four. Could be West, Midwest, South, Southwest, Southeast, whatever you want to say. Do the regions. That way you're you're covering you're covering TV. And you got the best team out of each region, and the playoff committee decides who the best team out of each region is. I could live with that. Some years you might get a bad team, but hey. Sometimes you get one seeds in the NCAA men's basketball tournament, and the fourth one seed isn't that good, but just based on attrition, they got a one seed. Let's go to Bud in beautiful Palm Desert, California. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Great show is usually huge. How you doing, uh, Bud? I want to point out that I believe that Colin Kaepernick is a modern-day hero, modern-day uh, Muhammad Ali, and he will be, I think, as the years go by, people will uh, finally realize that. So who's going to sign him? What team? What's the best uh, well, fit? It would have to be an area where they don't like the cops. So I would think maybe Kansas, since you know they had the St. Louis, uh, wasn't that near Kansas City where they uh, they killed the kid that time in the uh, the Ferguson or something? That would be my best shot. All right. Well, thank you, Bud in Palm Desert. Yeah, he's going to sign where they don't like cops. See, that that's the political part of this on why he's never been signed. That's it, folks. That caller kind of sums up, big supporter of Kaepernick, and he has that right. It's America. But there's no law that says any NFL team has to take on politics. There's no law. You're Muhammad Ali. You were standalone. You battled through it all. You were in the middle 
of the 60s. People of color couldn't even vote in some places. They were separate hotels, separate drinking fountains, separate hotel or, or separate restaurant seating. Come on. Modern day Ali. Okay, he, he's brought dialogue, he being Kaepernick. Change? Where, where have you seen Kaepernick sit down with a mayor in law enforcement? I, and I know he's done a lot for donations and people, but I'm talking about the things he pointed out when all this began. The flag, pig socks. There are so many great men and women in law enforcement. So many. So many in the military that the flag means something. But man, I, you know, a, a Nike campaign... And then he wants to set up his, he doesn't like with the NFL, the rules they said he had to go by if he wanted to do his workout there in Atlanta, the Falcons facility. No, I'm going to go do my own thing. It doesn't work that way. You don't run the NFL. Do you really want to play? You know, you throw out that comment that the Athletics' Jordan Rodrigue said in that CBS Sports' Jason LaCamphora story, when you go back, tell your owners to stop being scared. So is it, does that not sound like a political setup? Making it sound like they're afraid to sign a black quarterback? Yeah, you know what? They are afraid. They're afraid of taking sides in politics. Some teams will. We're not going to go see... President Trump. Other teams will go. That's what surprised me about when we say the owners being scared, as Kaepernick said in that quote from The Athletic. With all the different liberal, conservative owners areas that the NFL and their 32 teams are in, it is shocking that one of those owners in one of those areas Never sign Kaepernick to say, look at us, we're different. And to engage his community or her community. With respect to Mrs. Benson down in New Orleans. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because it's not just the politics. It was his pure hatred for all law enforcement. And that doesn't fly. That doesn't fly in America because you cannot stereotype all the men and women in law enforcement. You can't. People who put on a bulletproof vest, they kiss their kids goodbye in the morning, eating breakfast, kids are off to school, wife off to work, and they don't know what's around the corner or if they're coming home. And Colin Kaepernick's going to wear pig socks to a practice straight out of the 60s or 70s, like a revolution is necessary, are there wayward police officers? Yes. I'm not defending all law enforcement. Should A police officer shall be held accountable by the local law, the federal law, state laws, like any other man or woman in America. Are some of those videos shocking and horrific? You bet. 
I see videos from people of all skin colors attacking other people of skin colors, and it makes me sick to my stomach that the hate is out there. So that's why Colin Kaepernick hasn't been signed. And as Stephen A. Smith said in that video that I shared at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook, I don't think Colin Kaepernick wants to play. He moved the workout. There's eight teams. He didn't sign today. He told the he was defiant to the NFL again. I'm not going. I'm not living by your rules. Mm. No, I have rules. CBS Sports Radio, my statewide show in Michigan, I have rules. And I understand those rules when I accept that position of employment. And if Kaepernick can keep his politics and defiance of the NFL out of the workplace, then I believe there is a spot for him the rest of this year to see after almost three years away if he still has it in him outside of throwing the ball around at a workout at a high school field in Atlanta. Colin Kaepernick is not a victim. Colin Kaepernick... Best thing about what he's done is he's brought dialogue. And away from all the lightning rod conversations, there have been some quality conversations on opening your eyes to the good in law enforcement, the bad in law enforcement, the good in America, and the bad in America. And that's a good thing, Colin Kaepernick, and thank you. You want to join us? 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-2124-227. Tweet me right now at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.